Tonight, we are reuniting with the cast of season 15 after everything is said and done. Racers, podcasters, and our faithful listeners, start your engines and may the best drag queen win. Category on the runway is reunited, and it feels so good. Welcome back. Like Omar said, you are here with Halo Mauricio. Omar, I think that's his name. And special guest, Drew Friday. She's back, back, back again. Drew. Yes. You already know what I'm going to ask you, bitch. How's your head, child? Um, It's walking ducks like Anitra. It's walking ducks? (laughs) Yes. It's walking ducks and dogs, bitch. And a baby, too. We're so happy to have you back with us. Omar, how's your head, hun? My head is given. I'm so excited and I cannot hide it because my birthday is in six days. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh my God. So close. You son of a bitch. <laughs> How does it feel to turn the big six zero? <laughs> I don't know. I was going to ask you. <laughs> Ooh, I'll get back to you on that one at the end of the show <laughs> offline. <laughs> I mean, she's been there 10 times already. Ah! They're coming for me, Mauricio. Yeah, How's your head, hon? My head is a uh, who can I run to? I'm ready to watch the new uh, episode of Escape in SWV. So as soon as we get on recording, I'm going to watch that. I'm going to yeah. say, what's holding you up? Y'all. <laughs> I, I can't think of anything that will hold you up from watching Escape versus. Absolutely uh, not. SWV. <laughs> Listen, just as long as you make sure that your sister isn't stealing your money, you'll be okay. Correct. I won't. I don't want Halo stealing my money either. Halo, how's your head? <laughs> <laughs> my head is giving. I'm catching strays back to back to back to back back. Oh my god! Y'all are like my ass up. I feel like um, <laughs> who was they light up on the reunion? <laughs> um, maybe Lucy. Yeah, I feel like Lucy. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> You know, everybody said that they disliked Lucy LaDuca. I'm I'm a Lucy LaDuca stan. Mm. Uh, (laughs) Tomatoes and Clayton stop. Lucy cool over here. That she definitely has the song of the summer as well. Drew, have you performed her song yet? Not Chad. I'm thinking about I'm thinking about, you know, taking it and um putting a stem on it. Omar, why can't she perform that song? I've seen this bitch perform. She is not going to perform. You I mean, if you do a Vogue mix to it, then maybe. Listen, I'm trying He's to get in my fucking bark. I'm trying Omar, to get like, my fucking bark. Omar, like, don't get on this podcast line to these people. <laughs> I, right, Omar, because I'm in my parking bark era. That's how I should the show. Ask y'all what era were you guys in? You in your uh, escape era? Who uh-huh. can I run to? Feel this empty pussy. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm weak. <laughs> I see what you did there. You're weak. <laughs> that was sick. I, I got it. I got you. I, I picked up what you put down. Because <laughs> it definitely went over my head again. Uh, Drew, have you been smoking the devil's lettuce? Hello. <laughs> okay, we'll pay very close attention to this next part because Mauricio is about to explain very slowly how we formatted this episode because it's different than what you guys are used to. Are you guys ready? Yes. No. Okay, go very slow, Mauricio. <laughs> put, some, put some on Lubon. Okay, kids. To it. Okay, kids and dolls. <laughs> so this episode, we're not going to really 
uh, spit and swallow the looks. We're just going to go into the talking points. We outlined the talking points of the whole reunion. So we're just going to go through our talking points and share our opinions and address a few things and things that we've seen online. So there will be no spitting and swallowing during our next segment. We're just going to give our full, you know, opinions. Our throats are full. Yeah, we're yeah. Halo's heart. He loves swallowing. I do. My heart is so broken, but I guess we're finally doing a deep dive. Take <laughs> it away, honey. What's the first thing you want to get into when, when it comes to Reunited? Okay, so when we first, the episode first premiered, we seen they have new introductions. They got taglines, they got poses, they doing all this like new stuff because we normally don't see that on the reunion. So it's giving a bit like housewife spoof. What did you guys think on like these? introductions and taglines and stuff like were you living for it <laughs> it was different for me drew you can go first ladies first oh thank you you're such a gentlewoman <laughs> i love it i don't know it gave very much first season of beverly hills very very much low not let me not say beverly hills very much first season of real housewives of atlanta very low budget very not Ooh. on brand um mm -hmm. i didn't really like it um, what was that whole captain that they were sitting into when they were doing their looks over that ugly ass balcony? It gave very much like, yeah, I was not here for it. Y'all could have just sat down at that stage and we could have just all just seen y'all. Boom, mm -hmm. it, it gave us two minutes that we'll never get back in our lives. <laughs> Jesus, the theater was ugly now, but I did appreciate the camp twist on it with the taglines. It kind of reminded me of us in the earlier seasons before we walked down the runway we used to do like little cheesy tech lines like that now we just do cheesy tech lines at the end um but i i, I enjoyed that piece i thought it was i thought it was fun omar what do you think about it yeah i didn't care for it either i kind of was like let's just get the reunion started after the third queen princess poppy stole the show for me i will say that like <laughs> yeah we're gonna get it we're gonna get into her next but my thoughts on the introductions i was like wait what <laughs> I was like, what's going on when they, you know, start introducing new taglines and they was striking poses and stuff. I was like, this is, this is a bit different, but I was like, whatever. So now that you bring up Princess Poppy, so Princess Poppy, we're going to get into her look real quick because she wasn't in regular drag. So she had a callback to Rebecca Glasscock and that was, um, Rebecca Glasscock was on season one. Her, she did her workroom. She did her workroom entrance. As we all know, Rebecca Glasscock as, uh, Retired from drag, so she doesn't do drag anymore. She did. So when print, no, she just don't. She don't do drag anymore. Mm. So Princess Poppy showed up, and her her now iconic if it's um tagline now is what she said. Halo, <laughs> I'm quitting drag. You're welcome, Poppy. I'm quitting drag. You're welcome. Yeah, looking like Rebecca Glasscock because Re Rebecca don't do drag anymore. So that was pretty camp of it all. So. And she's been silent this whole entire like season. After Roscoe's, you didn't hear from her on social media no more. So now everybody was like waiting, like, okay, let's see what Princess Poppy is doing at the reunion. And then she showed up looking like Rebecca, a, a low a low budget of Rebecca. And you know, she stated again she's quitting drag. And I want to know y'all opinions on why even come on the show, knowing because she's talked about this before. She said she was on her way to quitting drag, but she put it in the tape anyway, just to see what would happen. She got accepted. She took a spot from a lot of people who are dying, working their ass off to be on the show. So what are you guys thinking about this? Like, she's taking this shit for a joke, in my opinion. Why do you look at it like she she took a spot? Because, like, she was already on her way to quitting drag. So she was mm -hmm. like, let me submit my, suspicion, my, my audition tape for Drag Race, even though I still want to quit drag. I'm going to just see if I can get on. 
So after she went viral on TikTok and she got a little uh, little stuff behind her name, she got accepted on Drag Race. But in the back of her brain, she already knew I'm not I'm still quitting drag. I just want to be on TV. And I remember I remember Mistress had said on, on, on the spaces before the season premiere, she was like, It's some girls on the show that don't even want to do this. They're just here just to be here. And I was like, Who she can who can she be talking about? And then once the season aired, it was Princess Bobby. So you you one hundred percent don't think that she eat, breathes, and sleeps drag? No, this was her last, like this was her last straw. She drag race is literally her last straw. She wanted to see if she was she can get on. She got on. Now she wants to work behind the scenes. She just wanted to put her name out so she can do other things that she want to do. I think she used this for her own advantage. Uh, a queens do. I mean, yeah. that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to use the show for your for your advantage. So yeah, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at her. However, I mean. I forgot about Princess Poppy every episode, even when she was on. So there's that. Well, I think she took a spot from somebody else that really, really wanted this. She tried it. So what do you what do you guys think about how Rebecca uh, Glass Cock? Look, I kept saying clock early. Glass Clock. clock Glass Cock. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was so camp with the shake and go. But also, it's like. Would y'all use this as one of your last, maybe you know, appearances on television to? Give I would have probably did a, like this. I probably like, did a more glam version, kind of like Simone did a more glam version of uh, Kim, um, Kim at the. I at the, completely like forgot like who Rebecca Glasslow was. That whole <laughs> reference went over my head. Oh it my god! Went, it did? And I at my instantly. viewing, at my viewing, I we were, that was one of the conversations. I was just like. I don't know what she's giving. Like, is she giving? Like, I really thought she was giving. Um, <laughs> giving. She was giving to me Kelsey Grammer's wife. Um, like first season one of her. Camille video. Grammer. She, uh, she, she gave Camille. Camille is fab. Bravo, 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 honey. You have to stop saying that. I. It gave Camille first season. Mm-mm. Mm. So when I first saw first season on a yeah. rainbow budget. When I first saw it, I didn't get a reference either. I was like, what the fuck is Princess Poppy doing? Me neither. So then I went on social media and everybody was saying, oh, she's dressed like Rebecca from season one. And I was like, okay, I can see that. Okay. Yeah, and I was that's like, when okay. I saw it. Yeah, that's when I, and that's when it made sense. And that's when I was kind of like, you know what? She did that. I'm going to give it to Princess Poppy. She fucking did that. It, it, how she wants to stop quitting Dragon right behind the scenes for her last appearance on TV. She really did that. Like in the camp way, she did that. So moving on next, uh, we learned the format is kind of different. The girls are not sitting in elimination order, and they didn't go down the line and address each girl like how they usually do. Usually, Rue usually Rue sit them in an elimination order. He go to the first girl out, second girl out, third girl out, and then he go down the line into you know I all I of that. that. I noticed like the top four, three, five always being in like the same area, but I've, I've never noticed that they sit in the chronicle order that they went home. But- he because when he introduces them in that order too, like yeah, they're because, coming on on stage, it, it, she introduces them as how they got eliminated. Yeah, yeah, order. yeah. So that's why they used to sit in elimination order because they used to come out. Because when they they used to do reunions on the show show, like mm-hmm. the crowning episode, so they'll come out in the elimination order, sit down, and then he'll talk to the first girl, then the second girl, then the third girl, and then la 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 like that. So, so I wonder I, if that's gonna happen for the finale episode. For now, they'll probably walk out in elimination order, but we're not going to hear from I the elimination girls so, yeah. like last year. It, they'll probably just go into the top four and whatever different spinoff they'll have. So they talked a little bit about eras for a minute, and I want to know what era are y'all in, and what era do y'all think Drag Race is in? 
Halo, what's your era? My current era is BBC. She don't left the uh, uh yeah. I, 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 yeah. <laughs> she don't left the, the Caucasians alone. <laughs> they listen. Drew, what, what about you, Drew? I am in my get money era. Cause I've seen some posters and things, and you are kind of like all over the place right now. You're booking book girl booking and busy. I am booked, busy, and blessed. And there's some things that I can't even say that are happening at the present moment. Girl, I told you I don't gossip anymore. You know that. I'm okay, good. Let's talk about well, that. I want to ask you something to see if you can say who has been your favorite and least favorite season 15 girl that you work with. Ooh. <laughs> Since we chatted on the premiere. Ooh. My favorite. I'm in, I'm in my Andy Cohen era. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My favorite, hands down, without any hesitation, the icon, the legend, my winner of season 15, Sasha Colby. Bad bitch body that I'm coming play. Sasha has been my favorite. Sasha is a Leo through and through. Like, Sasha, from the time I picked her up at the airport at 5 a.m. to the time that I dropped her off, that following Monday at 7, we smoked. Oh, y'all had a time. We had a time. Like, I I just got so much advice with, with drag, with just personal shit, transitioning, just, like, being able to pick her brain and just be able to now be able to, like, really be like, oh, yeah, that's my sister. Like, it's sickening. She's been my favorite. My least favorite from season 15 that I've worked with so far. <coughs> um, um, Clear your throat. Lubricate. Read that bitch. Read that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they kill you? <laughs> Read that bitch. I miss them on my TV screens. I miss them so much. Um, my least favorite. I actually don't have from season fifteen because I haven't worked with a lot of season fifteen girls yet. Um, I've only worked with Sasha Lux. Okay. Yeah, Sasha Lux. Um, and Robin. Oh, I have worked with Robin before, um, but not oh, post Drag Race, right? Got it. Not, not. I haven't worked with them since. I haven't worked with Robin. Post Drag Race. Robin. No, 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 no. I have. I worked with Robin since she got back home, but it wasn't announced yet. Oh, okay. I worked with her over the summer when she had just got back. They got back in like June, July ish. Me and her worked together in August. Um, okay, if I had to choose, I love her dearly. She is my sister. Um, my least favorite would ha- would just be Lux. Ooh. Because, no, okay, see, me and Lux, that's my sister, I love Lux to death. I love Lux down. Why is she the least? Because, I mean, Sasha, I had a good time with Sasha, and Robin, Robin and I are really, really, really close friends. Like, I talk to Robin on FaceTime at least once or twice a week. So you're saying you want Lux to jump off the roof. Got it. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Omar, <laughs> Omar what era are you in? <laughs> I'm in my what is going on era, and because I'm sick of um, I don't want to be at the Sasha Kobe meet and greet neither. <laughs> so when Drew says Sasha, I heard your ass in the background. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. like Sasha? He's a little on the fence about her, but enough about Sasha. I'm in my lost era. I, you know, recently I've moved to El Paso, Texas, from Hawaii, and I just haven't adapted yet. Um, the boys um are away training. I didn't go because my gear wasn't here yet. Thank God. So. They've been they come they come back tomorrow Monday 
and I really don't know nobody here yet. The boys aren't the boys aren't boring here. Like I mean, there was a boy in Hawaii either, but I still had a little bit more to go off of in Hawaii than here. And you know, I just got my car last week, last weekend. So now I'm able to like drive around and do stuff, but it's, I still feel lost. Like I don't know. I, I was say go up to Dallas and then see Akira and them. Yeah. That was a nine-hour drive. I'm not doing that. And then I can only travel so far. I can only go up to 250 miles. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I just can't leave. <laughs> <laughs> and well, to answer your question about what areas I think drag races in, I feel like we are about to put our reading glasses on because I mm-hmm. am so ready for this particular season to be over. Ooh. I will say that I'm a little perplexed about what areas in. I'm still looking forward to All Stars Eight and these international franchises that, that are coming out that we have some spinoffs. Um, UK versus the World Two. I'm ready for that. <clears throat> but USA Fifteen. I don't know what the fuck going on. I know it's the biggest season ever so far, but yeah, Mary. I just feel like, yeah, I feel like I'm in my tired. I feel like drag races is in its tired era. They're running out of stuff. They're running out of spins and dips and all of that kind of stuff. It's just given like, I think all stars to me is more exciting. Every time all stars come out, it's like way better because we know the Queens, they have a budget. Everything is more grand, and they have to vote each other off. So it's a little bit more drama. Regular season, the girls are coming from being, you know, locally to trying to put on an act, to trying to make sure they come across as, oh, you know, I don't want to get bashed, and you know, all that good stuff. They're everybody kind of trying to be congenial. It's not raw on filter as it used to be because the girls don't want hate online. So I feel like everything is robotic. No matter well, who doesn't mind but- hate online, Omar. What era do you think Drag Race is in? What is going on? Ooh, you said that twice. Yeah, because <laughs> I feel like there is is they they're running out of ideas. Somebody has to come and drag up Drag Race. I think they need to talk to the Boulay Brothers because uh, every season of Drag Love is very 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 different, and they always each season those because Drag Love girls they produce their own show. Even though RuPaul hosts and stuff, he's not actually like you know writing and. No. Doing the hard work. The Dragler host is working the cameras, literally working the cameras, writing, doing all types of shit. So they produce an own show. So each season, they make sure it's very, very, very fucking different from the last one. And I, a fan, now that I'm a fan of Dragler, I can testify. And I was just want you know, Ru need better new writers, new producers. I don't know what he need to do, but he need to get some new people on the team. Like stop using you go open. ahead and you eat um, cockroaches and you decide to go sit in the coffin and be. They don't have to do that. They don't have to do that for two hundred thousand dollar hairs. I'm not stapling some shit to my face. I am fine with a sewing challenge. I am okay with getting my drag wet. But when you tell me I gotta eat a hissing cockroach, that's where I draw the line. Is that what they're doing on that show? Yes, yes they do a lot of crazy stuff on that show. Oh, it's no, very like Survivor in drag. But enough about there was a drag race. Let's get into Lux versus Lucy of it all. So the re- re- I felt like the re- reunion spent a bit chunk of time with Lucy versus Lux. I feel like Lucy definitely got a lot of screen time this reunion, and they kind of like went back and forth and, and hashed out some stuff that Rue asked. So what do you guys think about Lux versus Lucy? I'm Team Lucy because they've been battling all season with each other because each of them, you know, they want really bad to win. So you have two competitors that really, really want it for real, for real. They're bumping heads. So you say you're Team Lucy. I believe that I am. I'm not really feeling Lux right now. Why? Why I'm not feeling her? She does not have a good attitude, in my opinion. Do you think it's because uh, 
<clears throat> how there's nothing to how, do with how, this confidence word that everyone keeps. She's so confident. She, we get it. We get it. Yes, do, nothing to do with that. I just don't like her attitude. Do you think she's her attitude like, is bad because of how the crowning went? Yes, one hundred percent. I think I teased that last week when she was going off on Twitter. I said, "Bitch, she's mad about last night." <laughs> like her. Now, listen, we don't one yet, but they know a top two. Listeners, we don't know who the top two is. We we don't know shit. We we're just speculating and guessing at the moment. So, you know, we're just we're we're, we're acting as 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 if Lux is not going to win the crown. And I think you know, I got a hunch that you know she's not in her. Yeah, because it's different. If you guys pay attention to Lux in on her Meet the Queens, she was confident as fuck because she made top four. Yes. Now, if you pay attention to her, she's not giving that same kind of like grandeur of flips hair over shoulder. Now check that. It's giving more salty, I should say. You know what I'm saying? One hundred percent. If that makes sense. Well, Halo gets me. Oh my, what do you well, think about the loose just... and Lux of it all? Uh what you what you saying, Drew? That's honestly Lux. Lux is very, very sure of herself and she's very like extremely confident. And, uh, I mean, I can see Lux being salty that she did not win. Especially, like, conversations that her and I have had when she was here and we talked about stuff and how she felt when she saw certain people walk in room, walk into the room. Ooh. I can see her being very much like, I should have won. Oh, of course. Because, you know, she's a Virgo. I'm a Virgo. And, you know, I'll be mad, too, if um if this is what I really wanted. She's a she's a student of Drag Race, so this is what she really wanted. And for her to not win the crown, if she don't win the crown, I can see, you know, it hurting. And, you know, her being like, fuck, bitch. You know, she talked a good game, and it didn't pan out. It just so uh-huh. happened that she had to be on the season with Sasha. Ooh. And Anitra. Huh. And Mistress. <laughs> Omar, what mm. do you think about uh, Lucy versus Lux of it all? I'm team Lux all the way. Um, I'm happy that she is the way she is. I feel like she brung some excitement to the TV screen because, like you said, everybody was on there, like, Miss Congeniality. And it's like, girl, please, that's not what you really think. That's why they pulled it out of Lucy after a while. Um, I definitely want to see Lux on All Stars if she's not the winner. And, yeah, I'm team Lux. I would love already count her out. I I would love to see Lux back on the TV with with more money and more creativity. And uh, after touring, and you know she she knows a little bit more. I would love to see her back, but I want her game to match her mouth because there was a lot of times this season where she talked a good game and she did not come through like snatch game and things of that nature. So Lux, let's work on your uh, actions matching your words. And speaking of Lucy, they had a let loose viral moment. They talked about her let loose on song. Let loose. On the reunion, what do you guys think about Lucy? I mean, we talked about it before, but let's quickly touch on it again and them touch talking about it on the reunion about Lucy's song and the viral moment. What do you guys think about that? I thought it was I pretty dope. It. I can't believe they actually played it like that. You can't buy that kind of promotion. Like, I know Lucy is extremely happy. Like, they actually right. played her song. The girls did a little bit to it and all participated and danced to it. Like, she absolutely walked away with the biggest smile on her face, I believe. And I love that moment. I love the song, Song of the Summer, period. Yeah, Marsha, Marshalls, Marshalls, Marshalls performed it here last (laughs) night in Atlanta. Oh, she did? What was the girls giving? Mm -hmm. It was cute. It was, they sung it at the club. It was cute. It was sickening. I hope the audience was better than her first time performing. Oh, okay. Because the first time I seen her performing, the audience was, they was, they was, you know, 
jumping up and down, but it was they wasn't saying it like a regenerator wrote you. And that's what I was told Halo. I said the, the difference between Marshall performing and Alaska performing, Alaska learned the fucking words that she Alaska was singing was it. Singing she was singing that live. <laughs> and everybody was like, ah! But with Marsha, she was lip syncing and high kicking and spinning and stuff, her regular thingy. But the audience was kind of like, woohoo, yeah, yeah. But it wasn't like, let loose. I said, let, let loose. loose. Yeah, they wasn't That's doing like, that. It gave, very much, it gave very much white people at the white bar. <laughs> oh, Marty, let's like video. Next. <laughs> <laughs> How did I already know he was not going to be feeling this <laughs> He does not let loose one time. Oh, my God. Omar is Omar is mean. Okay. Omar, <laughs> let loose. Let loose. Nah, you know what we're going to do? We're going to let loose on break and get him to um, stream the song. How about we take a quick break and let loose? How about that? I'm going to do it. <laughs> Cue the DJ. Let's say it. Let, let loose. loose. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back to the main stage of the How's Your Head Child podcast. You're listening to the sounds of Halo, Mauricio Omar, and special guest, Drew Friday. We are recapping episode 15 of RuPaul's Drag Race, season 15, Reunited. Mauricio has led us down some cool talking points. And what is the next one you want to get off your chest, sir? So they touched base on the season lip syncs. And what are you guys' thoughts on the overall lip syncs of this season? And will you ever rewatch? I'll go first. I don't think this was a season of lip syncs. I was very disappointed because when the cast was announced, it was a lot of performing girls. A lot of girls that, you know, are club and performance ready. So I was very disappointed in a lot of these lip syncs this season. And on top, the music. The lip sync music have sucked. I haven't really liked a lot of the lip sync songs. The, now, Anitra has turned it. Jax has turned it. Um... <laughs> And then some of the girls during the lip syncs, they keep doing the same thing. Mistress is going to do a titty bonk. Mm-hmm. And Anitra is going to do a duck walk. Back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So these are things. And Sasha is going to do a hair a hair whip. So it's kind of like, you know, nah, I'm, I'm bored. I didn't think that this season needed that segment to like dedicate the in a part of the reunion to lip syncs. I'm like, why is they giving it to this? Like, what? What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Are we watching the same show? Also, I think the reunion was too long. Like, why the fuck was this two hours? Two it was fucking ve- hours. It was very, very long. It was so many commercials, and I was like, "It's no drama." So why, yeah. why are we, why are we watching this? This was a filler part to me. I don't, I would not revisit most of these lip syncs. I think the best one we all can agree is Boss Bitch. Like, period, right? Yes, Marsha versus uh, Anitra. No way around. Nah, it. Sasha and Anitra, Sasha and Anitra, <laughs> and then it was Boss Bitch for me. It's flip flop for me. Yeah, we do like a verse session. Omar, did you yeah. like lip sync this season? <laughs> no, um, I could have passed on the lip syncs, but I definitely think that uh, Marsha and Anitra turned it, and then Sasha and Anitra. Yes, that would be second. Marisa, you're right. This is they're on MTV. What the fuck is with the music clearances? Like, yeah, and then during the, during the La La Perusa, they was reusing songs they already used. So I like, finally tell it to my heart. Yeah, like it's all coming back to me now. Like, did y'all? Did y'all? Are y'all keeping this because y'all already paid for it, or what? <laughs> I feel like when they were on Logo and VH1, they had better music selection, and they also had better um, guest judges. 
it's now it's a machine, so they just ran it with the machine. It's not they're not putting much thought into none of this shit anymore. So it's kind of like let's pump out the content because they got other franchises and, and other shit going on at the same time. What's so what Choices. Yeah, because as soon as Rue get done with US, then he gotta fly to UK, and then as soon as UK ended, he gotta fly to Australia, and then as soon as that mm-hmm. ended, then he don't all stars. Is those other countries they don't even get money. True, but you know, I mean, Rue getting money, <laughs> so he gonna be there. <laughs> so speaking of our next topic, Robin and Amy, an uh, Amethyst storyline that went nowhere. Oh. Why does Drag Race keep bringing this shit up? They didn't want to talk about on the season. They don't want to talk about it at a reunion. They don't want to talk about it in real life. Because to me, they didn't fucking date. It was a fucking hookup. It was kind of like, hey, what's up? You know, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. Hump, hump. Okay, we're not talking anymore. The gay community didn't know how this works. So why is Drag Race trying to push a love dating storyline? They probably just fucked and then moved on with their lives. Yeah, <laughs> they won't look they so incredible a... anytime it's brought up. Do you agree, Omar? What? Like Anytime that this storyline is brought up. And Amy and Robin both look so uncomfortable. Like, I actually saw Robin MTV is literally, well, Drag Race was literally, their arms is hurting from reaching for a fucking storyline so much. I was just like, why is this a segment? Bye. Who cares? Oh, and speaking, because Amethyst had something to say about that, but I'm going to wait till we get to the Twitter part of it. But, Mm -hmm. Drew, since you are good girls with Robin, how do you think Robin feels about Drag Race keep trying to pull this like storyline of him and um what her I don't know her pronouns but I'm just gonna say her because they're in drag there, yeah there Robin and Amethyst storyline like what do you think how Robin feels about like that? we, we talk about it we crack about we crack jokes about it mm, uh, well Robin's a top <laughs> I know I'm just talking shit um, but no, I didn't know that though keep keep going and I oh uh, um. <laughs> Um, whenever we have talked about it, we literally cracked jokes about it. It really wasn't anything serious. Like you said, it was like one of the little hookups. Right. So I, th- I just think Drag Race is reaching for storylines that they're not going to yeah, get. Yeah, their arm hurt. They, their <laughs> arm definitely hurts because it's a reach. So they did something new during the next our next talking point. So they, uh, they had some fan questions from the Drag Race alumni from Vegas. The Vegas girl came on and said some shit that I was like, okay, this is dumb. But the mothers got on there and asked some questions. It was Robin Fierce's mother and who else mama? Uh Aura May Mayori's mother was on yeah, there. Yeah, Aura, Aura Mom was on there and they said some questions. How did you guys feel about the moms asking the fan questions? Like I just thought it was funny when they popped up on the screen. <laughs> that could have been a part of that two hours that could have been cut out. <laughs> no, I thought Rob- that was funny, Drew. Robin Mom was like, Why did you come for my child read? <laughs> Why did you but come up with that? to be red because we all read her too about that fucking um. Right. That suspicious ass. What was going on up under that wig? That, that, that tape. Girl. My, I know that tape. Girl. Like, every time on this uh, podcast, we got to talk about this fucking duct tape. <laughs> you saw that duct tape, boss. So what you bringing it up for, by? Like, Mama Fears, you saw that duct tape, girl. It was shining bright like a diamond. And what was so bad about it, though, because the wig was so good and the look was so good. Like, that was the. Like, it was so good. It was so tea until them lights picked up that motherfucking tape. <laughs> Omar, yeah, I just thought Scout was greasy. I'm skeptical when it comes to like when parents are involved in anything. I get it. Everybody's grown, but your mother read me. I'm going all gas, no brakes. I'm reading her too. 
I think it was light shade. It was funny shade. Robin had posted a, a text message from her mom on Twitter, and the mom was like, you know, tell her mistress I love her or whatever. So I think it was like it was like fun shades. So I don't think nobody should took it serious. But who's who took something serious next was Selena as <laughs> So Irene had said that Selena has been using a fake accent. I was watching somebody root uh, review channel. I think it was a. Uh, who, uh, uh, what's that, uh, the Asian queen that dressed up like anime? Fucking, no, you, you second, heard? no, 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 she went second on you on season 12. Um, um, Rock, rock and Sakura. Sakura. Yo, I was watching Rock channel today. Rock had said it has been some people that personally known Selena to say, like, you know, she really don't talk like this in real life. And I can vouch because on Twitter spaces, Selena don't talk like that at all. It's none of that. <laughs> the Cardi B type of stuff is none of that, but I can, you know, she on spaces. Like, why would she be doing all that? So that was the issue that we had on the podcast when she first came on Meet the Queens because she was very, very, very loud and ghetto. And then I had brought up like she don't sound like that on spaces. So Selena took it. I think she took offense to it. And she was like, "Okay, white girl." Okay, white girl. So. How do you guys think Selena? Like, do you think she can't take a joke? And she always in her feelings because she been crying. She been crying from from the season to to Roscoe's to the sit down with Michelle. Like, what do y'all think about that Selena not taking a joke? And I was extremely heavy and Roscoe's. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never seen the girl. Like, she it, she can't she can't take a joke. Even before Irene delivered that line, she was already peeved. Like, you can see it all on her face. Like, she I don't think she's enjoying this experience. <laughs> I don't think she's getting the attention that she wanted or thought that she was gonna get because maybe she might be that girl on her scene and like like a bird of filter. Mm. When you're that girl on your scene, you want to be that girl on the show, and you're not getting that same praise or the audience is not feeling you and things. It's kind of like, well, bitch, what the fuck? Like I'm, I'm that girl at home, and this is what y'all think about me for real, for real. Yeah, she's an LA girl. I didn't know that she was putting on a fake accent. I don't keep up with her like on spaces or anything, but I do. I can tell like when she was doing her what you're packing, of course, that she wasn't as animated. But she did. I think it's just the time and the place. I don't. I don't look at. I don't view it as she's putting on. I would hope not. Mm, I, I didn't read too much into it, but she can't take a joke to answer your question. In my opinion, she can't. Drew Omar, what do you guys think about uh, Selena always being in her feelings and can't take a joke? Um, I definitely think that she needs therapy. Okay. I think that she's, she has like, um, like insecurities that she's still like fighting as everybody else does. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like you're a drag queen. Like you don't know what shade is. You don't know what light shade is. You don't know what a joke is. Like if you can't handle the heat, then get the fuck out of the kitchen. Okay. I don't particularly care for Selena Estes. Everything she does annoys me. Her drag is bad. Um, Just like I did not enjoy her this season. Um, I do definitely, I would suggest that she find who she is because that's probably why she can't take a joke. Um, And just find that confidence within herself because like she just looked uptight the whole episode. Even at Roscoe, she just looked like she did not want to be there. I mean, Roscoe, she was crying boots the house down. I'm like, oh my God. But I think she she was still on the heels of the whole Ross Matthews eat my ass backlash. I don't think she wants nothing else to eat. Trust me. So, yeah. Well, girl, you shouldn't have said it. it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, girl, you the one who you know you the yeah. one who said it, bitch. What were you saying? <laughs> yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so moving along, the cast got into addressing the drama and uh, drama highlights of the season. So they kind of like pan the camera, and we 
rewatch some of the drama during the season and stuff. How do you guys feel about them addressing drama? Because the girls didn't even get all into it. Like they, this cast has had a lot to say on Twitter, a but lot. when they in each other face on the show, rehashing the drama and the things they felt ways about on the show. I mean, I'm pretty sure they dealt with it offline and called each other and FaceTime and said, you know, I ain't mean it, I ain't mean it. But save all that shit for the reunion. We got nothing from them addressing the drama highlights. It was definitely the Mistress Isabel Brooks show. I feel like she was narrating and navigating the reunion. Yes. I, everything she says, of course, it has like a a humor undertone to it, but I definitely believe that she's serious. Like when she says she blocked Irene, I believe her. Did y'all like I don't think she's playing. Like, no, she didn't, she didn't block she Irene. That the trolling shit, like girl, no. Like cause she blocked me. <laughs> she she didn't she didn't block Irene. You don't think so? No, because Irene used to be in spaces with her. Oh bitch. See, Sometimes, I, I'm yeah. blocked. I wouldn't know. Sometimes yeah, sometimes Irene uh, Irene sometimes Irene will pop up in spaces. They but Irene did say she stopped talking to her for three months. So I don't know. Do you believe what Irene has said, Mistress? Speaking of drama, like you said. Has said, you know. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Mistress has said. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Mistress said that Mistress just can't remember because she done said so much shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm here for the drama. Omar, what do you think about the drama on the show? Um, and Mistress presents RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> reunited. Um, I live for Mistress. I love the how she kept the drama, but some of it was kind of like another reach. I I just feel like everybody was trying to make this season fetch and it just wasn't it's not giving fetch mm-hmm. marisa you're right because even aura don't like a lot of shit has happened and they didn't even talk about like the aura of it all remember like they had a whole big thing yeah they didn't i guess because they are i guess because they already addressed it they didn't feel the need to readdress it so they was just very just sitting there very quiet and i will, I will talk about the some of the girls that get camera time either later on in the show drew what do you think about the drama highlights um, I feel like they didn't talk about the necessary things that we needed to hear. Right. It was all kumbaya. We good in here. Mistress and I feel like Mistress did block um Irene at one point in time. I feel like she probably blocked Definitely. her. Unblocked her. Um. <laughs> it was very, very much getting Mistress Isabel Brooke and Irene show the whole entire um. Oh, bitch! Irene was talk was talking a lot. She got a lot of screen time more than some of the girls that was. Halfway, Irene, Irene has had more screen time than Robin Tears. No, no shade, literally. That's what they said on on Rock Channel too. She did. Yeah. Speaking of uh, like on air, uh, not having screen time, they showed some of the unseen looks from this season. What do you guys think? This is new because they really don't do this. So, what do you guys think about them showing like some of the off air looks that the girls have posted on Instagram? I thought it was pretty dope because we all know that they spend a lot on their package and let these girls show it off. Especially, I was so happy to see Aura Mayori's uh, Night of a Thousand Beyonce's look <clears throat> because mm-hmm. we were very disappointed from that runway. And I think Aura, mm-hmm. at least according to the photo, was Chef's kiss would have been top three to me. She, really she would have won that. She would have won that challenge. She Absolutely. Definitely taken Sasha out of that one because the rest of those looks that Sasha had no competition when it came to her, came to the Night of Beyonce's. <laughs> like, just, just that wig. Mm, yeah, I think I heard Omar actually throwing up over there. That wig was that wig was terrible. That wig was very questionable. Omar, what did you think about the drama of it all for the season? The highlights. I mean, the unseen looks. My bad. Um, that was cute. Um, another part that I didn't care about. 
Well, moving on, uh, another part that, uh, of people not caring about was one of Selena's titty looks. So Selena had got a Golden Book, a Golden Boot Award for one of her looks. And I seen some stuff online. A lot of people was like, "That look shouldn't have gotten the Golden Book Boot. It should have been this look. It should have been that look." I think you know that look deserved the Golden Boot because what was that? that look, all of her Lord. looks deserved the Golden Boot. All of <laughs> she deserved the Golden Boot. Listeners, what look he's referring to is from the reflective runway, correct? Yes, with the street, with the road signs and the, and the street lamp, <laughs> yeah, like, like a sequins, like onesie, <laughs> and then Bob. Like, what was going on? It was a lamp on the head for like for me, like girl. <laughs> Are you crazy? I yes, think she right. Definitely deserved the golden boot. I feel bad for whoever, because as we know, we talked about on this podcast. She definitely has like a team behind her when it comes to these looks, and I feel, I feel bad for that team because baby, that was not Lord. it. It didn't plan out how they wanted it to be. So, oops, my bad, Selena. So next up, they addressed the drama of who should go home and why. And thoughts uh, thoughts on how Lucy felt because Lucy had a big moment during this segment. She spoke a, she spoke a lot about how she felt like Lux's answer was premeditated. So again, we went back into Lux versus Lucy. What do you guys think about this segment? I definitely think that Lux is, I mean, I mean I'm mean, i a fan of Lux, but I definitely think that Lux, I don't think that she premeditated that because I don't think they knew when that question was going to be asked. I think that all that stuff that was happening, well, no, well, Untucked would have happened after that. But I just think that Lux is good with words. Like she said, like, I can, she's probably one of the bitches that can read but can't fight. <laughs> <laughs> True. Drew, um, I'm still. She's probably one of those bitches that can read but can't fight. <laughs> uh, mistress. Um, <laughs> no, I feel like mistress can probably fight. I feel like mistress <laughs> can probably throw a ham hog at your ass. Um, shit. What was the question again? <laughs> also, how Lucy felt when they addressed Lucy the drama tonight and why Drew on this podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Lucy, I'm sorry. I love Lucy Zaduka. Um, She just needs to just severely let loose. I felt like she just, she was just always uptight. And even just, even with them having that conversation at the reunion. Lux was still eating her up and reading her. Right. And Lucy, Lucy was not coming back. I think Lucy, Lucy just loves, loves to be the, the victim. I think she definitely loves the press. I agree with Omar. I don't think that answer was premeditated. And I also don't, and I'll and i give Lux this, because I did say she has a bad attitude, but in that moment, she didn't, like, shit on Lucy. Like, she didn't, like, say, you know what I'm saying? Like, how she worded it was still eloquent. Did that make sense? Like, it was a nice, nasty read. I don't no, like, it was not. I feel like she could have went harder than, I, I, and I'm, she probably feel like she should have went harder now because of the backlash that she's getting. She's getting a lot of hate online which i don't condone like i said she's not my favorite person but she probably is feel like bitch well i should have ate that bitch up now you know what i'm saying <laughs> right i feel marisa, like she ate her up just enough just enough marisa what you think about it do you think she was premeditated do you think she could have went harder talk to me i don't think i don't think she was premeditated look look said she said i'm just that good with my words you know she came out she she said what she had to say on stage and i just think lux uh, uh lucy took offense to when she, what lux said about her drag how is boring, not creative. More on the that. generic side. Yeah, more generic. Like, I've seen this before. Like if you swap out a face, I've mm. seen this drag before. So that I think Lucy thinks 
that her drag is one in a million. Like nobody's doing this shit like me. But at, Lucy, at, to me, Lucy is any other white girl. But Lucy has body. I was gonna say, which could go back to that could be the case in her city. She's from Connecticut. How you were saying, like the Selena as titties of it all, she could feel like she's that bitch in her small town. So it's right. not translating to millions on this huge platform. So right. So in her phone, can we say that all of them could just be that that they're they're those girls in their small towns, and now yeah. they, now that they were on a bigger scale, that season sixteen as a whole did not, you know, blow. Same, yeah, same thing with Aura. I was just about to say the Aura Maori to play what is it the play Nashville? Yeah, she she's she's that girl at that bar along with uh what used to be Georgia. So she's that girl at the bar and it it didn't translate on TV. She always had an excuse of why she ain't perform to her next level. Speaking of performing, drag queens in 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 the new laws in Tennessee, they touched on the powerful message about the new laws towards drag queens slash trans. They feel like they're really targeting trans girls and stuff. And Sasha had said something about. You know, she might be at the airport and somebody might call the police on her because, you know, but I was like, I don't know. I don't I, I'm not sure. I haven't did a deep dive in these laws, so I don't know. But I don't think I I think you can be dressed like Sasha, a trans girl at the airport. Um, and, that's totally, and that's totally fine. I thought it, the laws was was performing like you're not allowed to be performing. Um, no. So the law in um, and I'm praying to God it does not get past here. Um, the law in Tennessee and in certain parts of Florida, um, I just found out that it just got passed. Um, you cannot walk out in the streets if you were not born that gender. You cannot walk out in the streets like that. Now the girls have to get ready at the club. Hell no! We ain't doing that motherfucking shit, bitch! Oh, so and I thought it was, I thought it, I thought it was just performing in a, a certain mile radius of schools and, and children, mm-hmm. but now they're saying you can't even walk around yes, in drag, quote unquote drag. Yeah, because you can't be in drag anywhere a child could possibly be, and walking on the street, a child could possibly only be on the street. Okay, that's a bit much. Yes, yeah. that's that's a lie. And now I can see what like restaurants and bars they have to like restaurants like. I know where, um, what is that girl's name? Jaden Fierce, I think that's her name. Jaden um, Fierce? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, my, one of my drag sisters, that's her drag mom. And she goes to Nashville quite frequently to work. And she was just like, yeah, now they have to, she has this one brunch. They have to get the, um, they have to frost the windows when they have the days that they have the brunch. Okay. So that way kids can't see from the inside. I haven't done a deep dive either, Mauricio, so I feel you. So I have not spoken on... I don't like to speak on stuff I don't know about. So I just let everything like unfold because I am not abreast of what's going on. I thought it was just performing as well. So this is all news to me. And then when I first heard it, I'm like, okay, who would have... I I hate kids. So I'm like, okay, I don't give a fuck. uh, That's that's, that's what my mind frame was at. Like, okay, I don't like kids anyway, so I wouldn't care. But then I'm like, okay, bitch, this is getting more and more out of control. So let me just shut the fuck up and not tweet and just, like, let this shit unfold and see what's really going on. But that's my initial thought. I'm like, okay. Yeah, so the the trans drag performers feel like they are targeting trans individuals through this, through these laws. Yeah, through these laws. So, of course, trans people aren't born the gender that they're walking in the house of. So, therefore, somebody can be like, oh, my God, that's a drag queen. Let's call the police so they can get in trouble. 
but yeah, these laws are ridiculous. And now that Drag Race has spoken about it on an MTV platform, hopefully some things get changed because drag will prevail. And drag is the almighty because I'm a drag every day. Amen. Speaking of Sasha Kobe, our last topic on this segment, we seen unseen footage of RuPaul saying to Sasha Kobe, I'm a motherfucking drag queen. I'm amazed by you. What do you think? In Well, RuPaul said she's the motherfucking queen of drag. drag. And she's amazed by Sasha Kobe. I got it. I'm amazed by you. I'm the motherfucking queen of drag. I'm amazed by you. What do you guys think about this? We've never seen RuPaul. We've seen RuPaul praise some girls, and like, but they cut it out from the episode. They're like how she, they say she stood up for Raja uh, Gemini on All Star Seven and was clapping mm. and going crazy. Oh, they cut it. We didn't show it, but now they show RuPaul saying, "I'm the motherfucking queen of drag, and I'm amazed by you." And I can't believe Ru is saying this because yes, Sasha is a trans individual, and for a moment, Ru didn't allow trans girls on the on the show because she thought that was a, maybe cheating because. A lot of the, the a lot a lot a lot of the contestants was going from boy to drag. So of course, if you are trans, you got the body done already, got the the tits and stuff. You're not taking um, other precautions that the uh, other girls are doing. But you know now they changed their mind, and it's kind of like wow for RuPaul to sit up in here and tell he's amazed by Sasha. Like wow, I thought it was beautiful. Again, that's promo that you can't pay for. I know Sasha was very happy that they found that they did show it on the edit. And she could not wait to post it on her Instagram. <laughs> That's the fastest she's ever uploaded something uh, from the show. I thought it was beautiful. Same, Drew. What do you guys? What do you think? I loved it. I love seeing Mother get her flowers and just living her oats. RuPaul saw her that she a fucking fan, bitch. She like screaming. I'm, like, I'm the motherfucking queen of the drag, and I'm amazed by you, bitch. Like it was, it was beautiful. Right. Like I would have cried right there, I right there and there. I would have cried too. Right, I, right then and there, I won. I don't care about what none of you just said. I Rue was really impressed by Sasha during that video. Rue said, "Bitch, this hoe came to serve video vixen down. She did not play." Wait a minute, is she the one who she, she was like, "Well done, my mom." She's talking to Sasha. I can't remember who what part. I believe so. I think it was yeah. Sasha. Omar, okay, last thoughts on Kobe's Drag Race. <laughs> Hello. Okay. I'm Hello. Not, I'm not, I can't I'm wait. Not, I'm not. I'm not going to be mean um, on this. Um, I think it is a compliment to Sasha, and I'm not going to, you know, discredit what she has brought to the trans community, the drag community, and all that good stuff. Um, I just think that it's. It was nice. That's what I'm going to say, and leave it alone. I do feel like I'm going to go back a little bit. I do feel like. Sasha could have been better. She she could have had a better showing on the show from some of her runways and makeup and things of that nature. It wasn't given up to her legendary name in the community. I've seen some things on YouTube and I've seen what she can do when she's doing pageants. And a lot of that stuff wasn't translating on the camera. So I don't know if she it was the money or she didn't have a Outfits in time, or something like that, or other girls was doing her makeup and when That's she was locally been a big running theme on the pod, the makeup. So I'm happy we got Drew here because Drew, you just did a gig with her. Did she do her own? Did she do her face in Atlanta? Yeah, she do her own makeup because yeah, she was giving yeah. to me, and I think uh, Marisa Omar, correct me if I'm speaking for y'all. I feel like she prefers not to do her makeup, or because for her when she left that mug on that 
what, what was it what, from what that was it? Uh, musical challenge carl yes i'm like bitch she probably feel like girl i'm not doing this face again <laughs> and i the makeup hasn't been hitting for me so i was very curious to know if she did her face when she was i like, know well huh. um here's the thing their challenge days are stupid it's like one mm-hmm. day it's a mini challenge then like a monday is a mini challenge tuesday is the runway challenge and then you're doing things in between that, like your confessionals or like yeah. promo stuff. So if I were the, if I was in those shoes, I'm probably sometimes keeping one of the same faces. So keeping the same face, yeah. A, a especially Russian. when you look that stunning. Mm-hmm. Well, she let the twins beat her up in the, beat her up in the um, makeup department because even though the twins they take forever to get ready in real life, they take like four hours or maybe, maybe even all day if they got time. But <laughs> the twins, it. the twins came through in the makeup department. Okay, yeah, even though M- Malaysia is a makeup artist, she said herself on Twitter that her makeup was bad this season and she was going to address it. And I think it's because she was sitting at the table where the mirror, uh, where they write the mirror message at. So that's what she got ready. Yeah, they what does that have to? That's one of my head. What does it have to do? So the lighting have, in the workroom is terrible. The lighting in the workroom is terrible. It is not good for black people. Really? That that too. And then she said she used to throw all the shit in the bag because she she always had to leave that portion. She couldn't keep her stuff there because the girls got to write a mirror message about blah. Oh. So she said her makeup her makeup was all like thrown in the bag. And I guess when it when it came down to her doing her face, like. She couldn't find certain stuff and stuff was like all over the place. So that's why her makeup was bad during the season. Well, her makeup on that reunion, bitch, was flawless. Slant, if we were talking about the looks and the glam, she would have gotten my facial of this whole thing. She looked, she fucking looked fabulous. Amazing. I may be a baby doll, but I'm not to be played with. Overall thoughts of this reunion, and we're going to end this segment. Boring. Um, Too long. Way too long. Omar. Next. That's something I never say way too long. Next. We're going to go into a break. Listen to our sponsors at Spotify. And then we're going to be back with some tweets. Hey, Spotify. (laughs) But first, do you want to see me go off? Because I think you want to see me go off. Welcome back to the main stage of the How's Your Head Child podcast. You're joined by Halo, Mauricio, Omar, and Drew Friday. We just recapped, reunited, RuPaul's Drag Race Season 15, Episode 15, honey. Got into all the nooks and the crannies of what the bitches was talking about and going through this season. Now, the girls are still talking online. So, Omar is about to sound off on a new segment on I've Seen Things Online. <laughs> <laughs> that I just right now. That's the title. Omar, take it away. <laughs> well, if y'all did not pay attention to Twitter, um, the girls are going back and forth after the reunion, and we had we're going to start with the problematic child. That's what I'm going to call her, Lux. <laughs> um, she posted a tweet that said, "We have to stop blaming production for everything." Laugh my ass off. The girls who weren't talking literally just weren't talking. And then she said, this isn't shade, it's literally the truth. Laugh my ass off. How did you guys feel about that tweet? 
Did like did y'all believe her? Cause I don't think I, she has a reason to lie. I don't know, Reese. What you think? <laughs> I believe though. I mean, production was like, you girls wasn't saying nothing during the season. Uh, y'all ain't saying nothing now. We're not. We're 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 going to the girls who are a personality. And if you didn't read the internal lines, she one hundred percent was throwing a shot at Amy. Do y'all agree? I, Amy made her tweet after Luxus. Oh, okay. Never mind. Then. Yeah. I stand corrected. <clears throat> well, I believe every word that Lux said when it came to that. So, like, can't keep blaming it on the edit. She won't blame it on that edit. Blame it on that edit. She won't blame it on that edit. Drew, what you think? Um, I... And it was a big cast. Like, you friends with Robin. Do you feel like Robin got it? Let's get into it. Do you think Robin got an accurate portrayal of her character on the no. show? She's one of the girls no. who... I would say, you know, it's forgettable. No, I mean, Robin, Robin did not. You y'all did not get to see. Robin. You didn't get the Robin Fierce experience. You, no, you didn't get to know. You, Robin was quiet the whole entire. Season. Lux yeah. was right. The girls that were quiet were quiet. They weren't on. The, they weren't shown for a reason. And, Lu- and Robin had that conversation quiet? with me. Um, it takes Robin a. Ch- Robin has to warm up. And she right. just started warming up when she got eliminated. Mm. And that's the type of environment that you you can't you can't just sit yourself on a um on a burner and wait for the wait for the water to get hot. You gotta be hot as soon as you get there. You gotta, uh, let me write that down. I think that's good. Wait, but she said that but she basically said that in her exit line too. Like basically like she kind of was like just treading and yeah. She wasn't basically. She wasn't giving it the way she should have gave it. It was like I guess she felt like I'd rather be safe than at the bottom. When, Those are her exact words. Nothing. That was a moment that okay. Rules like yeah. You y'all should be proud of me. Y'all know I don't be remembering stuff, but y'all should be. Proud you you of remember me. that? You did that, bitch. You did <laughs> that. So hopefully she gets to go for like. Did was that? Was that? <laughs> if she gets to go for all stars, I hope that like she I don't can show the world. Who she, damn, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um. I feel like this cast, it was so many of them, and it's we've never had 16 bitches in a workroom, and we only had 45-minute episodes, the first 12 episodes. Mm-hmm. So how can we get to know any of these girls if they're not doing what looks mistress, mm-hmm. Lucy, Sasha? Because even at the beginning, Sasha was getting lost in the sauce. Yes, and, in the beginning of the season, and in the beginning of the season, remember, the episodes were shorter. Correct. Yeah, yeah. That's not like I mean, having a really drag former. Um, I mean, I'm not enjoying what you're on the pod with yeah. us because you are a drag um artist, uh, Drew. Would you have wanted to been on a season with this big of a cast? Like, oh, were- bitch! If it was sixteen holes in a workroom, I would have been like, "This is some bullshit." It's a lot of girls that one I got to send home. Two, it's a lot of it's a lot of fighting for camera time. But I, I think you you have a personality that I think can stick out. Yeah. Amongst a, a group of people, I, really I don't that. know because here's because your chasing cast is pretty big, and you stand up cast is him. pretty big. However, comma I did not in the beginning. Right. Mm. If you if y'all realize episode one, I was in every episode damn near until I got into the car accident. However, episode one, two, and three, I was not really in. You saw me, but you didn't hear me. True. I think I have a person once I get to know you, but I, I'm very standoffish at first. So I feel like if I was going from a local regular person to with a thousand cameras on me, I'd be the same way as Robin. Like I don't know y'all like that. And then plus, like 
I, I'm not that loud ass person in 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 the room. I, I have to be warmed up to you, and I have to like know people for me to to take me but out. That's of That's what shame. you have to substance. That's what you have to take out the. I'll say I use me my my I use me. I'm not gonna put my sister. You know, government name not that like that. That's what you have to separate seven and Drew Friday. Drew Friday yeah, yeah. is the one that is out there, and that's what I have to do for chasing. And that's now since I had I know I had to do that for chasing. I had that mentality for Drag Race. It's like, girl, when you get in here, you got to be you. So with the Robin you. of it all, she was bringing the Robin Fierce character as far as aesthetic and looks, but mentality. It was still her boy persona. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, same. Well, I feel like Robin if I, fucking funny. I think she, I love her. I love Robin. She followed me back on Twitter and everything. <laughs> I will say she handled her showing her airing gracefully because I haven't heard her like slam production in reference to the first tweet that Omar has said. Am, am I right? Correct me if I'm wrong, Marisa. She hasn't said anything bad about production. She? No, she she is very cool online. She don't really lash out or do anything. That's I fair. can see her coming back for All Stars. I can see them having her come back for All Stars, even though Omar said he didn't want her. I love her drag. She is be- she is beat. I love her. I love Robin. I didn't expect to love her. It's just something about Robin that I fucking love. Her mug is always sitting. I will say. I will say this: out of everyone in her season, she does. She is the muggiest. She is beautiful. I watched her do her makeup on live before. I mean, I love her, Omar. What, what's going on with Amy? Let's talk. Let's talk about her. So let's go to Miss Amy. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Amy, I guess she was not excited about not getting a lot of camera time as well. So she tweeted. It's really disappointing to me that in a two-hour special dedicated to a cast of 16 queens, they could only find time to ask me about a hookup I had a couple years ago that no one cares about. And when I was really being addressed, about 20% of what I said made the final edit. Then she said, once again, nothing about my music, nothing about my lip syncs, nothing about my drag journey. The issue isn't that I was just sitting there because it's hard to compete with a handful of voices that are always speaking the issue is that I wasn't being addressed, period. And then Aura Mayari did smiling at the girls lying. <laughs> now Aura posted this tweet way before like Lux or Amy. So Aura posted this before any anybody said something on Twitter. So maybe Aura was I don't know. And then Lux under under that tweet or Aura said, Lux did the thinking emoji. She was like, hmm. <laughs> What did Amy want when she said, like, address me by my lip syncs? Like, did she think she was a lip... Was she the lip sync assassin? No. She sent two... She sent two... She sent Irene, one, Poppy... Two girls home. Yeah. So, at that moment, she was. <laughs> In the beginning, she was. But I do feel... I do feel what Amy is coming from. They probably didn't ask her shit. Because she wasn't maybe that... She, she wasn't there for a long time. So, of course, they don't have a lot of stuff to ask her. So, that was getting into the meat of the overall season in the meat of the overall season with the girls who had contributed more to the camera. So maybe Amy Jax Robin didn't contribute that much, but they Irene got a lot of screen time because she, you know, she was in very local uh, vocal online and a lot of, she's had a lot of fuss about her name. So I think production was like, well, bitch, you know, we need to bring her up too. She was fab on episode one and two, you know, you know, we need we need include her as well, but the other girls that was there for a while still ain't still wasn't saying nothing on camera. Then still ain't saying much in the reunion because when, I don't remember hearing Jax talk at all. She said she said a uh, boot to her look. <laughs> that's it, and that's all she said. Maybe she wasn't giving much. I mean, they should have addressed the uh, 
when they was doing the drama highlights of Jack's moving um spice, spice um, yeah. sugar because that was a big thing online. She got a lot of backlash about that, so they should address that. What she did um to the twin? She she like when they was the twin was like talking and talking. She went up to the twin, pulled the chair from behind her, and was like, "Okay, you got to move to the end, other end of the table." She like physically so, moved her. Yes, yeah, sugar got up and moved. That's why the other twin was then, to excuse me. That's that's when they that's when they was having talks with Sugar and Mistress is like you got to stand up for yourself blah 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 you can't have people blah 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 that's where all that came from so I feel like Sugar and Jax should have hashed that out even even if they didn't have no real tea behind it just to get camera time they still should have spoke about it absolutely I I'll see what I read did yeah I think that she was just probably giving like girl I got more camera time I don't even need to address her well in reference to Amy's tweet I believe Amy got. A more camera time than the other early out girls. So her complaining online, I think it was more so about like the love arc storyline they were going with. But girl, lean into it. I don't know. Even though we are tired of it, this we are making a television show. I would have leaned into it if I wanted some some screen time. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have cared. Uh, she, I think she feel production don't care about her, what she do outside of the show or what she did before mm-hmm. the show because I remember she said during filming she made a few tweets that. She had talked about in her confessions about her uh, making music, her love for producing and writing all her uh, tracks and stuff, and they still did not air it. But oh, it's not a show about just you. Like, <laughs> this is not, this this is not, not the amethyst, amethyst show we're recapping? Yeah, it's not an amethyst show. So it's like, girl, either you got it or you don't. I mean, you know, you, they do show like some of the girls' personal story, and that, I guess that was part of her personal package. And I feel like the, the, the show just chose not to air it. Like they was like, "Girl, we don't care." <laughs> do, do you think? Am- do you think Amethyst got the short end of the stick? No, we saw just enough. <laughs> we saw what we needed to know. I cannot. Well, we are one episode away from crowning a winner, baby. Before we move over to Omar's creative control room and we wrap this thing up, I have to ask you all: Who's going to win? So you already know. Mauricio, who's winning season 15? I'm going to say Sasha Kobe. Oh, but, 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 Anitra has the most likes. It's a big but. Anitra has the most likes right now for fan vote to win the crown. And usually they give it to the girl who has more likes. Clock that T. Clock that T. Omar, I want a real answer from you. Who's winning? Amethyst. (laughs) (laughs) Shut your ass up. It's the things Omar did today again. Who's going to win? Sasha Kobe. <laughs> Drew Friday, who's winning season 15 of RuPaul's Drag Race? I want a double crowning, Sasha and Anitra. Ooh, I charge more for double crownings. <laughs> Damn. I mean, I got the bank. Here you go. Yes, yes, honey. You are booked. I want a double crowning as well, but I believe Sasha Colby is going to take the crown. We will find out next week uh, on the How's Your Head Child podcast once we recap the finale. Now, Omar, I know you're doing a lot of talking. This is your last creative control room of the season. What you want to get into? What you got behind your door, honey? Welcome to my room. So, <laughs> I'm like very much so candy this, uh, the, in 2023. Legs and hips and body, body. I don't know if y'all watch like Candy's uh, Speak On It. Speak she On It. She's been like, this was the year of the yes. Like she's been saying yes to a lot of stuff. 
with her group that she would normally say no. And sexual experiences, I've been saying yes to opposed to no because I was sick and tired of being called a prude and I'm trying to get up there with Mauricio. I have been saying yes right. to a lot of things. So I had a sexual encounter with a bottom, but we used toys and that's my first time ever using a toy. Now okay, so Penetrating him was great. All that was great. Watching him use a dildo was great. Now, the tricky part was he wanted to use a dildo on me, mm-hmm. oh, which was like, oh. Is that oh. the sound that you made when he put it in? <laughs> no, no, Make that sound again. I'm gonna t- so the thing was, he came with a bat. We, didn't, we never talked about using toys. We never talked about that. He came with a bag, though. And I thought it was just, I thought he was just going to spend a night. This is somebody that I would let spend a night because I've fucked him a few times. Anyway, I thought that he, you know, was just spending a night close. And he was like, he had gave me a massage. We just did this whole thing. And then he was like, I want to try something. So, mind you, in the process, he was already playing with toys or whatever. He went in the bag and got another toy. So, it was this big dildo. But it didn't look like the other one. Something about it looked weird. But I was like really drunk and off an edible. So I was just like, let's just do this shit. First of all, he took the dildo. Okay, so there's different types of dildos. And there's a dildo that you like drill in a wall or something. And I guess like it spins. Oh, this is serious. Oh, that's all. That's on my right. like No, no, no. But he took, the, the problem was he didn't bring the whole machine, which. That if I saw the machine, I pro- he probably figured. Let me make him think that it's just a regular dildo. The dildo was too hard; it felt metal. So when he tried to enter it in my Bucci cat, <laughs> <laughs> your little pistachio, it was the worst situation. And remember the little ooh 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 thing mm-hmm. that I used to do last. I gave very much so. Ooh ooh ooh, no ma'am. <laughs> No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Now, had you had used a regular dildo, you know, the one that like flaps, you know, yeah. That to me, that wasn't for that, especially for a first timer. That I was because you that. lost it when you said machine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what me and Julie like, machine, wait, wait, bitch, what? Wait, uh, right, <laughs> a machine. Yeah, you would have lost me. The way he gagged me was so he ended up having the machine like it's so it's, it looks like a block. <laughs> And yeah, I know what you talked like about. Like, yeah, so he ended up plugging up, and then he started using it and started giving me it's like it was like his way of making up to me because he was like kind of like aggressive when I was like, "No, ma'am," and he was just like, "No, just you know, just chill." And I'm like, "Bitch," I said, "No," like I literally had to be like, "Bitch, no," like you yeah. killing my vibe right now, and my high is going down, and my drunkenness is going down, and you about to go down, so. But he made it up after that. So I was just letting my people know on the How's Your Head Child podcast and my castmates, Andrew, that I have tried. I don't know if I will try. He kind of scarred me with trying to use a dildo. I don't think that a regular dildo will feel that way. But it's going to take a second before I do that. But he did have this other toy that's for the Gooch area. It's called the Clip, he said. Oh, let me me Google this. He's giving you head it, they put it on your gooch and while it's like every time your gooch moves it like vibrates 
I'm talking about the best nut in the world. Oh, I need that. Hold on. He called it the clip. But get the, I'm going to get the actual name. Cause I'll see him before I go to Panama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. send that in the group chat. Yeah, uh, send that in the group chat. Uh, I'll to y'all, but that motherfucking thing gagged me. Interesting. So yeah. So when it came to the, um, you know, going to Toys R Us, you know, I was a Toys R Us <laughs> kid. I didn't like it all the way, but I liked some. <laughs> I cannot. Well, thank you for sharing your insight on Machine Gate. <laughs> That's officially Machine Gate because maybe you hooked me out when you said that. Uh, a big bag of choice would have kind of scared me, but I've been in situations where I've seen bottoms have like an arsenal of like toys, like a smorgasbord, and they yeah. already have the display once you come in. That's a bit much. Like, let's ease into it. Am I, like, I don't want to see your display of your toys. I don't know. Yeah, I had a situation in Hawaii with a bottom in the hotel room. He had a whole plethora of dildos laying on the bed. So after I fucked and got my nut, he wanted to get his. So he was like, can you play this toy with me? Can you pl- put this toy in my ass? It was big. I was like, okay. So I put it in the... No, it wasn't a machine. So I put it in the... He was like, go harder. And I felt like, oh my God. No. Like, I was like... But oh. the crazy part is, I thought that when you watch... Like, like I was like, if somebody ever told me like to play with a toy, like... I would just try to be like, you know, gentle, the, the, but, it, but it actually turned me on hearing him say, like, go harder, like, go hard. I was like, you was a nasty fucking slut. <laughs> <laughs> but it turned yeah. me on. Yes. <laughs> it was over. I was like, you know what? I need to get my sex badge for this because I am doing things that grandmas don't do. <laughs> <laughs> the aunties don't do, honey. Did you say? No more overalls and flats <laughs> yes. for Omar. Yeah, I don't think I get the auntie card no more. <laughs> overalls and flats officially gone. <laughs> well, this was so much fun, Drew. Did you enjoy your time with us again? I always enjoy my time with the boys. You know, you guys just always need a resonance all. <laughs> we do indeed love having you on here. You have been the only guest this season, too. So we definitely appreciate your feedback. And you will be back next season when we will when we will be recapping. Oh my God, that's a tongue twister. Uh, All Stars Eight. So we're looking forward to having you this summer. Let the girls know what you're up to, where they can find you um, all across the country at this point. Let talk to us. What anything you want to plug here? It's your moment. It's your moment. Have your moment. <laughs> Um, you I guys can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, OnlyFans, D-R-E-W, Friday like your favorite day of the week, underscore, again, that is D-R-E-W, Friday like your favorite day of the week, underscore, I post all my shows, um, there are a lot of them, just watch my stories, I appreciate it. The door you is the house now. Yes, she does. I'll give that to you. You do perform. <laughs> I am now going to be your resident park and bark queen. So uh, <laughs> get ready for videos because my new mixes are nothing but, you know, I will always love you. Let um, loose. Let loose. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Marisa, where can they find you at online? You can find me on Twitter at Mauricio Dodon and on Instagram at Mauricio.Visage. 
Omar, where can they find you so they can see where they can find this machine? <laughs> <laughs> you can, you, you can I know the girls want to know any. Instagram and Twitter at O-Z-O-O-M-A-R-415. And I'm Halo Carter. Thank you guys for listening. Join the conversation online using hashtag H-Y-H-C. You can follow me on Twitter at Halo's new page and on Instagram at Halo Carter with two R's. This was so much fun, but I'm quitting podcasting. You're welcome. (laughs) And I just want to remind everybody to let loose. I said let loose. (laughs) Well, being though my birthday is on Saturday, I'm in the It's All About Me era. Ooh. Ooh, sickening. And I'm going to walk that fucking duck because my pussy is on fire, baby. Yeah. You're going to walk that fucking Ring dog. Mom. <laughs> Don't forget you got a dog, Drew. Uh, I got to walk that fucking mud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. See you guys next week. Bye. Can I get an amen up in here? Yeah. All right. Now let the music play. A little bit.